You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. I'm so glad you've joined me. This is the last of our lessons on the armor of God. If you haven't heard all of these, I suggest you go back and start with lesson one and go all the way through. This may be one of the most important series I've ever taught. We're going to close out uh, our emphasis on the armor of God, and we're talking about the spears of prayer Prayer is represented by the Roman spears, and there were a number of different kinds of spears that were used by a Roman soldier. And so it's a very good picture of what we do as believers. We have a number of different kinds of prayers. Ephesians 5.18, and I'm using the New International Version on this one, it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Now, we've talked about praying in the Spirit in another series of podcasts, so I encourage you to go back and pick that up. With this in mind, he says, Be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Now, keep in mind, Ephesians 6.18 here, uh, It is teaching us that every part of this passage is about weaponry and armor. Everything he's telling us to do is a weapon. Did you know that praying for other believers is a weapon in your arsenal? Everything that we do is a weapon here. If you sow prayers for people, even people you do not know, you will reap prayers from people that you do not know. Uh, Prayer for other believers will help you in your warfare against the powers of darkness. Now, I said this earlier. Keep in mind, any time that we pray and we approach heaven, we are inviting God to send his angels into the earth with these answers to prayer. God doesn't have to, but he chooses to use the angels to deliver the answers to prayer. You see that over and over again. Gideon's people were praying uh, and calling out to God for help. What happened? God sent an angel to Gideon. The angel came as an answer to prayer. Anytime an angel comes with power from the throne of God into the earth to deliver an answer, he is penetrating the outer atmosphere of this earth where demons live where Satan and the powers of darkness operate. And it's frustrating to the devil because the angels of God are continually penetrating that darkness. And so our prayers are spiritual warfare. Now, here's what's crazy. When I pray for people in a far off part of the world, for instance, right now, I find myself praying a lot for the people of China or the people of Afghanistan, the believers that live there. I'm praying for the people who live on the northern part of Nigeria. There's intense persecution there by Boko Haram against the church of Nigeria. When I pray for those people, the angels of God come into that area right there where those people live and they come to bring answers and they are penetrating the darkness right there in that part of the world. So my prayers have an impact all over the world, and we are fighting spiritual warfare just by praying to God to send answers. Now, uh, some be- people, some believers live and die 
and never pray a prayer for anyone outside their immediate inner circle. They pray for themselves, they pray for their children, they pray for their close friends, but they never pray for anybody else. This, I think, is a huge mistake. I I really do. I think it's a huge mistake. I think the body of Christ needs to be aware of what's going on around the world. This big part of your spiritual warfare. I was praying some years ago, and uh, the Holy Spirit put it in my heart to set aside a certain bit of money for one of our missionaries. I didn't know what he needed it for. He didn't even ask me. But I knew we needed a head start because it was a big sum of money. And so I told our business department, go ahead and start putting in a special account some some extra money here. Lay it back. Uh, We don't need to spend this. We're going to get a call. And sure enough, about a month later, we got the call. And this missionary said, hey, we've just had a horrible tsunami and an earthquake in a particular region. Could you help us? And I said, you betcha. So what I want you to see is we had an awareness of the whole of the body of Christ, not just in our church, but around the world. And so from time to time, we have been used of God to speak to those certain things. And I got to tell you this. I believe that when you sow prayers, you reap prayers. And there have been times when I have been in a real crisis and I've said, Lord, lay me on somebody's heart. Have somebody pray for me. And I can do that with confidence. You know why? Because I pray for other people. I think one of the big mistakes that we make sometimes as Christian leaders is we look only at what we are going through. You know, there's a lot of people running around saying the church is triumphing and all that. Do do you pay any attention to the persecution that's going on in China? Do you ever read about the Christians in other parts of the world, like the ones I spoke about in Nigeria? Uh, the, The church in North Korea is suffering horribly right now. We need to be praying for those people. And when we pray for those people, we are participating in spiritual warfare and you're planting prayer seeds. That means that when you fall into trouble, you're going to have someone around the world praying for you. All right, the welfare of the body of Christ is intricately connected to believers around the world. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be self-controlled and alert. This is NIV. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Uh, Peter is saying here that we're connected to our brothers that we don't even know. They're around the world. We don't even know them but we're in the same situation they are. So the body of Christ is bigger than any circle you'll ever connect to. And one of the best ways for you to connect to the rest of the body of Christ is to do it supernaturally through prayer and prayer in the spirit. And it's healthy to connect outside your circle. Now, I want to go into another aspect of this. This is Ephesians six nineteen. This is the New English Bible. Pray for me, says Paul, that I may be granted the right words when I open my mouth and may boldly and freely make known his hidden purpose. In other words, the apostle says another element of your prayer arsenal is to pray for the point men. Now, God uses point men. Uh, There are special leaders in the body of Christ who are incredibly important. And they hold a position of great influence and authority. 
If they fall and stumble, it's discouraging to a lot of people. If they're thwarted and shut up and hindered and restricted, and they do not have the ability to get their message out again, it hurts more than just them. They are point men. God uses them. They have outsized influence, and they have great effect on others. And because they are so strategic, you can bet that the devil uh, targets them uh, more than he targets just the average person. And that's why you pray for them. That's another part of your warfare. So when we pray for leaders, we are fighting spiritual warfare. We're doing something that will have an impact on us later. Don't think that they will never need encouragement because they do. Sometimes we they look so strong and mighty and powerful and confident that we don't think they need encouragement. Uh, years ago, one of the leaders that I had great confidence in, looked up to a lot, just said something in a meeting that, that I had never considered. He hinted that he had been under a great deal of attack and that he'd been a little bit discouraged. And this was a fascinating admission coming from him because uh, we didn't think this was humanly possible for him to have that kind of, of attack. When I heard that, I purposed that I would start praying for him on a regular basis. And so I did. I prayed for him a lot. One day in particular, I was driving back home from our Christian camp, Dragos USA, and I was driving back into Tulsa, and I started praying in the Spirit for this man. I got into an amazing time of prayer, and I began to pray very fervently, very passionately. I did not know what I was praying. I was praying in the Spirit in other tongues. But as I prayed, I heard myself and saw myself going to this man, saying some things to him to encourage him. And this is what I found myself saying in, in my prayer and in my mental pictures. I was looking at him and I said, your last name is Hebrew. And it describes your mission for this time. Now that laid on me for about 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, all of that lifted. And I wonder, am I crazy? Am I absolutely crazy? Dare I go to that man and say, do I know this? And so I started doing some checking. And I, I didn't find anything right away. And I thought, Willie, you're crazy. Well, that night I went to a meeting. And when I was in this meeting, a lady came to me and said, Willie, several years ago, you shared a word with me and my husband before we moved out of Tulsa. And you particularly told us something that would happen for our son when we moved into a new town. She said, I haven't told you this, but she said, Everything you said came to pass, and it had a big impact on my son. The next day, I was getting my hair cut. The lady who cut my hair had cut my hair every month for six years, and never one time did she bring this up. But she said, six years ago, you had a word for me in a service. You said it was unusual. You almost didn't give it to me. But she said, I'm going to tell you right now, it was amazing, and it was so accurate. I knew that those were not accidents, that God was giving me that sign that I needed to go find out. So I did. I started looking in the Hebrew for this man's last name, and I found it. I mean, within a few minutes, I found it in Strong's Concordance. And there it was, just clear as a bell. And it beautifully described his mission. And I was able to share that with him, and hopefully it encouraged him greatly. 
I know it wouldn't me if I found out my last name was Hebrew and it and it, <laughs> I know it's not. It's just, just a plain old English name. But here's my point. Spiritual warfare is praying for other believers around the world and praying for the point men. And those are two important types of prayer. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this series and have gotten a lot out of it. And uh, again, this may be one of those series where you need to go back and revisit each one, listen to them again, because there's some very potent stuff contained in these messages. Thank you for being a part of this. It's all the time I have for today. We'll see you next month. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.